You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome here to NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Keith Smith, my partner in crime over at Celtics Blog. And we are recovering from the Avery Bradley trade. He was sent to Detroit with the 2019 second round pick in exchange for Marcus Morris. So the first question is, can you explain to our viewers who are still trying to figure out what the heck is going on, why did Avery Bradley need to be traded to make way for Gordon Hayward? Yeah, so the problem with the Celtics, they agreed to a max contract with Gordon Hayward. But the challenge is that they didn't have max money to actually give Hayward. So they were going to get rid of all their free agents. That still wasn't enough. Wave Jordan Mickey, still not enough. Wave Demetrius Jackson, still not enough. Had to do something. So somebody had to go out of Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, and Jay Crowder. And in the end of the day, Avery Bradley's contract was the one that's up next summer. Same with Marcus Smart, but he's a little older. He's probably going to be more expensive than Marcus Smart. So the decision was move him out, get in a player who can help in Marcus Morris up front, and clear the necessary cap space to make the move. I mean, do you think that a big part of this is that they see Marcus Smart being maybe even $10 million cheaper when they try to extend him or sign him as an RFA next offseason? Yeah, I think he's going to come cheaper. And I think the other challenge with Marcus Smart is going to be that not only is he going to be cheaper, but I think some in the organization believe he's a better defender. You know, and some of the numbers, if you look at them over the last couple of seasons, actually starting to bear that out, that Smart has been a better defender than Avery Bradley. Now, the drop-off from offense to defense, or from offense between the two, rather, is a pretty big drop-off. So so we'll see where that ultimately goes. But I think that was the decision. Smartkin's a little cheaper. He's still controlled because they have restricted free agent rights. So if the bidding gets crazy, they can just step out and walk away without having to go all the way there on it. We've seen a very interested restricted free agent market. Otto Porter got maxed out. Uh, Tim Hardaway got one of the shocking contracts of the year. But otherwise, the RFA market seems to be a little bit more subdued compared to in the past. So does that bode well for keeping Marcus Smart in the future or maybe even getting to just extend him now? Yeah, I think it does bode well. And I think why it does is not a lot of teams are going to have cap space next summer. And you need teams with cap space to make offers to restricted free agents. So what I think is going to ultimately happen with Marcus Smart is we're going to hit next summer maybe only five teams have cap space. Now, in the NBA, the saying is it only takes one, and I'll leave out the next word so you don't have to edit it out later, but it only takes one to do it and, and push a big offer, which is what we've seen the Brooklyn Nets do now a handful of times. So if it goes there, then the Celtics might be in trouble because then they might have to extend a little further than they really want to to try to bring Marcus Smart back. 
Well, lastly, they do have one Marcus that they're clearly going to have for two more years. It's Marcus Morris. So much talk about needing rebounding and bigs and blah, blah, blah. He's not a rebounder, although that could be just statistical noise because he played next to Andre Drummond, who sucks up all the rebounds. But either way, he's a guy that is versatile, and that's what they want. And I know there's actually a piece on Celtics blog written by Alex Kungu, I believe, about do they have too much versatility? Well, they get Marcus Morris, and they get another guy that can play the three, can play the four, they can use him in all sorts of situations. Do you think that, obviously, going from Avery Bradley to Marcus Morris, is not? it's, it's relatively a downgrade, but... Does their system continue to grow now that they have Hayward and so keeping Crowder there and bringing in Morris? Yeah, I think this actually gives a little bit better balance to the offense because Hayward, his best position is probably at the two. You know, he's he's can play the two or the three or, as Brad calls them, wings and swings, right? So he can do either one of those things. But I think what will ultimately happen and help is that – now Morris can step in. He can play that second big spot. Crowder can do that in spots, probably more as part of closing lineups. But Morris can do it all the time. So I think my thought is today, and it, it just happened, so we got to look into it a lot more. But I think we're going to see Isaiah Thomas, Gordon Hayward, Jay Crowder, Marcus Morris, and Al Horford be the starting five. Morris isn't, he's not your prototypical power forward, major big time rebounder, which I think some people are disappointed they didn't come away with, but I think he will help in that respect. And he's a good ball mover, he's a fairly good shooter, he can defend a little bit. So I think Celtics fans will like him a little bit more than I think they maybe do right now. And hopefully that takes the sting out of getting rid of a guy like Avery Bradley, who's been around forever. All right, well, that'll do it for us here. This is the Garden Report. We'll be back with more of these videos throughout the weekend here at NBA Summer League. The Celtics haven't even played yet, so we'll have plenty more coming. Go to the CLNS Media YouTube channel to find us there. You can find Keith writing everywhere. You can find him at KeithSmithNBA. You can find me on Twitter at Jared Weiss NBA. This one was brought to you by ZipRecruiter. It is the best way to hire people. Post your job to hundreds of job boards on the Internet. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfans. We'll see you next time here from NBA Las Vegas Summer League on the Garden Report on CLNS Media Network and Celtics Blog.